Hey, it's Christine again. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the biggest lie that people try to sell caregivers on. And that lie is self-care. Welcome to episode one, the lie of self-care. Let's just dive in and talk about how I started on my self-care journey. So my husband was diagnosed with MS at 21 years old. That diagnosis was reconfirmed at about 24. He started his medications for relapse remittance MS at 29. Met me later that same year. We were married when we were about 33 after living together for a few years. And then um, he basically walked with a cane or a little bit with a walker until we were around 40. It's been the last nine or 10 years, we're 49 now, where he has used a manual chair. And when I say use a manual chair, for most of it, it was fine, right? Like he could get up out of it, he could transfer, he could walk, he could still drive a car. It was mostly for his fatigue and his balance. And uh, not really a whole heck of a lot changed. But in the last two Maybe one and a half, two years, things have really gone downhill. My husband stopped driving. He's not able to transfer. He doesn't have any balance. Um, his bladder and his bowels are giving him trouble. He gets spasms. He has tremors. And over the last few years, this has become more and more and more about me taking care of him. Um, so, you know, I get him out of bed in the morning. I was dressing him, showering him, doing all his care, all his food, doing all the laundry, taking on everything from the house. And uh, it was starting to hit that crunch point of me just being at my wit's end. And even when we started to get, maybe about a year or so ago, PSWs to come into the house to uh, shower him, dress him, put on his compression socks, get his breakfast together and do his exercises in the morning. It's still me coordinating everything, right? So I'm getting up at five o'clock in the morning. I'm doing my own care. I leave for work at 6 a.m., get to work at seven, work from seven to three. I now work from home full time. But at the time there was a lot of commuting. There was a lot of working. I work as a strategist for a major retailer and uh, just a lot of work and a lot of brain work and a lot of physical work right like when he would fall it'd be me picking him up and it's it was just not the physical labor but it was the emotional labor of everything and I was just really losing my mind and as luck would have it one of my friends was here and we met for dinner and we were talking about each other's lives and what's going on and uh, she was listening to me talk about everything I was going through and she said to me you know there are two ways that you can really deal with this and she said you know you can either drink yourself into a stupor, now we were on our second or third glass of wine by the time this conversation happened, or you can maybe talk to somebody professionally about what's going on. And our eyes met across the table and she smiled and she said, you know, you've given alcoholism a real go here, Chris. I think it's time to talk to someone. So I did. I made an appointment. I went through my EAP at work and found a counselor. And uh, a couple days later, found myself sitting in a dimly lit, smelly candle, kind of cozy space in a mall, 
was someone I barely knew, telling them all my problems and everything I was going through, working through my grief and my resentment and my anger and my confusion. And um, she looks at me and she says, you know, you really need to think about self-care. But she didn't really say it like that. She kind of went, mm, Christine, you really need to think about self-care. And she made that mm, sound like she was sampling cheese. And not just that she was sampling cheese, there was that whole her vibe, right? She was super put together. Her hair and makeup said, I spent an hour doing this. She looked totally put together. She's in this beautiful little cozy, weird spot at the mall, but still super cozy, super professional, um, making a groaning cheese sampling sound at me and telling me to try self-care. So you know what? Fine. I tried self-care. And um, yeah, so I booked a facial. And then I booked another facial. And then I started walking every day. And then I started letting my friends in a little bit more about what was going on. And I write haiku. And I have this beautiful little curated spot on Instagram I kind of rather like with pictures and haiku. And I actually started to go away for weekends or two or three days at a time. And here's why I call it a lie because even though those times are great they're also fucking awful so what here's what they don't tell you they don't tell you that before you do all this you have to get your work stuff in order like your professional kind of stuff whatever you do for work and then you got to order a PSW and you got to make sure this extra PSW has got to make sure you know what to do while they're away. You got to do all the meal prep that's easy for your disabled husband to get together. You got to coordinate either a friend or a family member, usually your children, to stay at home and take care of your dad. And then you have to do all that kind of stuff, right? And then while you're away, you're worried that something will happen. You're worried that somebody won't show. You're worried somebody gets called away. You're worried he falls. Sometimes you get called that dad fell and now he's in the hospital. And what should we do, mom? And you get all that anxiety while you're away. And then when you come home, you have to deal with all the shit that no one bothered to do because you weren't there telling them to do it. So there's no laundry done or there's an abnormal amount of laundry to be done or the dishes are just sitting on the counter or in the sink or they didn't make any of the food. You left it all and it's all fucking rotting in the fridge. That's what they don't tell you. So that... Yes, while it's sort of rejuvenating and sort of fun while it's happening, they don't tell you that it's actually so much fucking work that you don't actually get to enjoy it. And even if you do enjoy it, and even on those weird occasions where everything goes as planned and there's nothing wrong, there is not enough self-care hours in the fucking universe to repair and to replenish a cup that is always being emptied around the clock 24-7, 365 days a year. And it's not just the lie that self-care isn't enough to rejuvenate you or to make it all better. The bigger lie is that it's not actually for you. The lie is that it's for everybody else. It's for everybody else to feel better because, oh, look, Christine's getting self-care. Oh, look, Christine's away. She's doing good for herself. Oh, look, she's getting a facial. Oh, look, she's walking every day. That just excuses other people from actually rolling up their fucking sleeves and giving you a hand, which is actually what you need instead of a bloody facial, a day at a spa, or three days away. So that's the lie of self-care. Self -care.
is that sure it's a good idea it's not a good idea to stand in your living room crying or be screaming at the top of your lungs or to whatever else is that has us happening when we get to the end of our fucking world that's not good however what the lie is is a it's enough or b that it's actually for you and I'm just trying to be honest here. I'm not saying don't have any self-care. I'm just saying let's not pretend that two or three days away or a day at the spa is really going to rejuvenate us to the point where we can watch the person we love struggle to get off and on the toilet or fall or get hurt or not be able to enjoy or do any of the things they used to love to do because that's a huge emotional labor that my blackheads being removed is just not going to solve. I really hope that doesn't sound too negative because I'm not saying don't get self-care and I'm certainly not saying that being a caregiver for your spouse or any other family member um, sucks. So let me close by saying I'm like totally happy that you joined this podcast and if you like it feel free to share it feel free to follow or subscribe or whatever it is that people do with podcasts because there's going to be more so thanks for joining in today really appreciate it uh leave me a note drop me a line whatever you think talk to you soon bye